Broadway for Tuesday, October 9th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, depending on when people are listening to this, I might be in Orlando, Florida. I might be in New York City. Who knows? It's a great conundrum and really just depends on when you decide to listen to the show. The earlier, the better. But nonetheless, whenever you're listening to it, I'm either in New York or on my way to New York. And I am very, very excited. Excellent. We can't wait to have you here, except for it's a little chilly, so bring a sweater, although you probably well, don't have any sweaters. I did I did go out and get something. I don't have much. It's always tough, but I would much prefer that than when I was in there in the city over the summer when it was just as hot and humid as it is in Florida, but I actually have to be outside when I go to New York. That's the problem. Uh, but I'm leaving Central Florida just in time to get the outer bands of a hurricane, get the residual rains from Hurricane Michael. So I wish the best to everybody in the path of the hurricane, both in the panhandle of Florida and in Alabama. I will hopefully not have any weather delays or issues, but that is by far nowhere near as uh, as as important as the ramifications that could happen for the folks that are directly hit by the storm. Hurricane Michael in Orlando, Hurricane Matt in New York. Yeah, hopefully I'm not nearly as destructive. Okay. All right, let's get on to the news. First up in the news, the new group has found a star for its Clueless musical. Whatever, James. Whatever. And I'm doing the, the, w <laughs> the W's with my two fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see it. Um, yeah, depending on the age of our listeners, they might have no, no clue what we're talking about, as none of my uh, Broadway World colleagues did. I felt old. But anyway, I have been anxiously awaiting this announcement of the show's star for a very long time as the movie version of Clueless was very much in my adolescent wheelhouse, Alicia Silverstone, in my foundational five, if you don't know what that is. I posted about it on my Twitter. Anyway, I've been asking my Broadway World colleague, Alan Henry, for weeks if he'd heard any casting rumors. He hadn't heard anything. And then yesterday, we both heard a rumor about who they actually ended up casting. And I thought, Well, that's never going to happen. That's just not possible. But apparently it was because yesterday evening, multiple outlets reported that Emmy winning Disney and Hairspray Live star Dove Cameron will play the role of Cher Horowitz, made famous by Alicia Silverstone in the film and then Rachel Blanchard in the TV version. Now, if you aren't familiar with Dove outside of Hairspray Live, she was on the Disney Channel TV show Live and Maddie and then played the lead in the. I think, trilogy of films, uh, the Descendants films, where she, again, like she did in Hairspray Life, plays the daughter of Kristen Chenoweth. Anyway, she has also appeared in a ton of TV and movie projects over the last few years as she's graduating out of Disney stuff. But what really made me most surprised is that she's getting involved in a little off-Broadway musical. It's at the Alice Griffin uh, Jewel Box Theater at the Signature Center. It only seats a couple hundred people. But she is a major up-and-coming star. James, she has 20.5 million followers on Instagram, which when you're saying they're going to put a star of that uh, magnitude into a show that would you know, logically appeal to a younger audience, it really led me to believe that perhaps they're looking past the new group in the Signature Center 
for a bigger future for this show, but maybe we can talk about that in a second. But anyway, for now, the show is slated to begin performances at the Signature Center from the new group on November 20th and is slated to run through January 13th. If you're unfamiliar with Clueless, it is loosely based on the Jane Austen novel, Emma. The stage adaptation of the film features a book written by the film's creator, Amy Heckerling, and the score will, quote, reimagine 90s hits into ingenious parodies and yearning monologues for her lovesick characters. Now, if you are rolling your eyes at this idea, totally understood. They originally tried to, to get an original score, and they abandoned that to go with this method instead. But keep in mind that the show will be directed by Kristen Hange, who has some experience with this kind of fare, having been nominated for a Tony for directing Rock of Ages. And she will reteam with her ROA choreographer, Kelly Devine and James Yes. I did buy tickets to see this as soon as the announcement was made last night. So it looks like I'm definitely coming up for Broadway Con in January and to see this as well. So go ahead and book me for whatever you were doing for Broadway Con. But anyway, there are also rumors that Mean, that mean Girls ensemblist and understudy Zurin Villanueva, who left the show over the weekend, has been cast as Cher's best friend Dion, played by crazy person Stacey Dash in the film. I have not heard any other casting rumors, but all I want with all of my heart is for Wallace Shawn to reprise his role as the teacher from the film and the TV version. If you put Dove Cameron and Wallace Shawn in a, in a, in a off Broadway musical together, I could not be more excited. Well, uh, I wonder if there's anybody has done a, some sort of ratio of social media followers to the amount of seats in a theater, but certainly this <laughs> must get up there in a very high way. So, yeah. uh, yeah. This could be very popular. And uh, going through Signature Center, which was uh, recently mm-hmm. yeah, recently a path to the Great White Way for another small musical that could. Yes. Well, and what's funny about this is, James, as I've said, I've been circling this show, trying to decide if I wanted to buy tickets, waiting on some casting stuff. And I'd been looking over the last few days, especially since the rumors of, of Zura and Villanueva joining the show, I knew that meant the casting was coming soon. And as I looked, there's just not a ton of tickets left. Um, there are more later in the run, uh, perhaps after the subscribers are gone, but there's not a ton of tickets left as it is. So I would imagine that once this word gets out to the fans of Dove Cameron, they will probably gone, be gone very quickly. And it just seems to me that if you're bringing in a star of that size um, to sell the remaining couple hundred tickets on a show that was already sold fairly well, you you can't be doing that just for a two a less than two month off Broadway run, whether they extend or transfer. I mean, where, where the hell are they going to go if they transfer to somewhere on Broadway, at least this season? But it just seems to me that a seven week run for someone of Dove Cameron's stature seems to be a little less unless she just wants. I mean, she's a musical theater person. She's got a fantastic voice. Um, so maybe she just wants to get her New York stage debut under her belt. But it just seems to me if someone's smart, if this show is any good at all, they'll find a way to get it in front of a larger audience. Okay, talking about uh, shows that are good and trying to find a larger audience. The yeah. reviews are in for the reimagined Oklahoma at TNN's warehouse. Tell us, what is what is the, uh, the Illuminati saying? Well, the Illuminati is is very positive, James. This is a show we've talked about multiple times, and 
tomorrow or on Wednesday, depending on when you're listening, it, um, our friend Rob Johnston has taken my uh, ticket that I can't use to see it on Wednesday uh, night. So uh, hopefully we'll hear what he has to say. But the show is currently slated to run through November 11th at St. Anne's Warehouse. It was originally presented as part of the Bard Summerscape a few summers ago, directed by Daniel Fish. Um, it has been reimagined to fit in St. Anne's Warehouse. Uh, has a little bit of a, a new cast, but we've talked about it before. But I found this really interesting, James. The New York Times did not send one reviewer. They sent two reviewers. Both Jesse Green and Ben Brantley reviewed the show, and I'll give you a little snippet of each review. Brantley said, quote, the ending has been slightly altered since I first saw this production three years ago. That's the Bard Summerscape production. But not enough to change the sense that it's a bit of a cheat. The feel-bad conclusion is the most open and most facile act of rebellion on Mr. Fish's part. Green commented, and yet I understand what he was aiming for. With all its balancing of light and dark, his Oklahoma is a rollicking good time. The jokes have never been funnier, the merry songs merrier, but there was no way he was going to leave us in 2018 with an uncomplicated feeling about the workings of justice in America and about the wisdom of having formed a union from incompatible states. To that extent, I understood the crash landing he engineered. Now, Sarah Holdren from Vulture spoke very highly of it. She wrote, quote, Stephen Sondheim comparing two big hits by Rodgers and Hammerstein memorably quipped, Oklahoma is about a picnic. Carousel is about life and death. I'm not sure if the director Daniel Fish set out to prove Sondheim wrong when he took on Oklahoma, but that, among other fascinating and frightening things, is exactly what he's done. Fish's production uh, retains the vivacity of the 1943 musical about two girls, four boys, and a box social while revealing just how much sinister fog is mixed in with this show's bright golden haze. The production's sense of menace isn't grafted onto the material, but dug up from inside it like a murky subterranean stream trickling beneath a sunny cornfield. God, she's so much better than what the New York Times has to offer. Um, anyway, um, the, the last review I want to mention is uh, Nicole Serator writing for The Stage, formerly of the uh, Maximu podcast, where I first uh, became aware of her and her great work. But she said, quote, new musical arrangements complement this fresh angles on familiar material. Clanging electric guitars resound through the dream dance. The onstage seven-piece band lends a slowed-down tempo and softer sound to the musical's best-known songs. Fish's use of tension-building silence, acapella numbers, and total blackouts further unsettles things. Now, James, so much of what I've heard in terms of word of mouth about this show is that if you are a traditionalist, this is not the production for you. <laughs> but if you're opening to re if you're open to reimagining of classics, uh, this is something that is thoroughly exciting and thrilling. I have often said, and I think I've said it on this this show. Uh, Oklahoma is in my top five favorite shows of all time, but it's because of, you know, kind of the stuff that Sarah Holdren talks about, about that dark underbelly of this show that often in the early days got overlooked for the picnic stuff that Sondheim mentioned. But I think when it's done well, there's so much more depth and interesting stuff there. And to me, it sounds like Daniel Fish has brought that up with a great cast. Um, Rebecca Naomi Jones, Mary Testa, Ali Stroker and more. Really, really excited to see this Um I think early November, I'm going to see it. But uh, the reviews really hit the nail on the head that it's not your mom and pops or grandmom and pops, Oklahoma. But if you're open to a new interpretation, this is going to be really, really interesting. 
Hearing these interviews reminds me of uh, something I think that we've talked about before. You ever see when uh, when somebody takes a trailer and recuts it to be a really <laughs> dark and sinister trailer? Yeah, what's the one really good one I feel like we've talked about before? Yeah, I, I can't yeah, think of what it is. Yeah, but something was really uh, – something with Robin Williams mis- – Doubtfire? Uh, Patch, or? Adams. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Patch yeah. Adams. <laughs> and, and you watch it and it's really like scary and dark mm-hmm. and everything. And so, and I mean, you know, Oklahoma is supposed to be a fun family musical, but it sounds like this is very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, that's exciting. All right. Um, next up, Beautiful Welcomes, a new Cynthia Weil for this month. Yes, uh, yesterday producers announced that original Something Rotten co-star Kate Reinders will take over the role of Cynthia Weil in Beautiful on Broadway beginning on Friday, October 19th. She will replace Carol Lindsay, who is currently playing the role and is slated to depart on October 14th. I I, I think Cynthia Weil is a great supporting character that I don't think gets enough credit, even though Anika Larson was nominated for a Tony for the role. But I think Kate is perfect for this if you've seen her in Something Rotten or with Sarah Litzinger in their band Tasty Skank, um, which is a just a, a beautifully hilarious name. Um, you'll know how funny she is. I think this is a great way to welcome her back on Broadway. Um, so I think she'll be fantastic in this show. I saw... Um, beautiful over the summer, not, you know, a lot of the stars have come in and out since then, but I mean, it was in really, really good shape. I was, I was really impressed by it. So, uh, I think adding someone with the, uh, the talent of Kate Rangers to replace Carol Lindsay, I think is a really, really good addition for this show. Beautiful. It's like the Energizer Bunny of Broadway. Keeps going and going and going. Yep. What do we have in the recommendation section? Okay, I've got two things. First up, as we've talked about before, the Jonathan Larson project begins at 54 below later this week. And last week they did a preview, as they always do every month, of what's happening at 54 below. And the cast of the Jonathan Larson project, Nick Blameyer, Lauren Marcus, Andy Mientis, Krista Rodriguez, and George Salazar, performed the, the show's opening number, Green Street. Um, I'm interested to hear what this song was originally written for, but it's really cool. We have video of that. And then um, Sunday, we talked about it a little bit last week, but Elsie Fest uh, happened at Central Park over the weekend, and um, our Broadway World uh, video team was out there. They've got so many videos of uh, Alex Noel, uh, Joshua Henry, uh, the cast of Be More Chill, um, Jody Benson, the original Ariel from uh, from The Little Mermaid. Also got Zachary Levi, Casey Cott, Matthew Morrison, Sutton Foster, Darren Chris. Lots of great videos. Um, we'll have a link to that. Uh, I watched a ton of them last night on Instagram. Um, really, really cool event. And I, I'm always impressed how now Emmy winner Darren Chris is able to get some really big stars to come out and participate in that event every year. Yeah, the Elsie uh, Fest uh, just every year sneaks up on me. And I'm always like, oh, after I see the videos, I'm like, oh, I want to go. I'm going to go next year. You have to remind me to go next year. Yeah, I've, I got an invitation to go like last Wednesday and I was like, oh, I don't live in New York and I'm not going to be there. But thank you for the invitation. But I was surprised how early or I mean how late it was to start to be inviting press. But either way, super cool event. It looked like there was a great crowd and Matthew Morrison doing original choreo. Um, I think it was for You Can't Stop the Beat is uh, is still pretty impressive nonetheless. <laughs> All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here and get on All your right. flight? I will, I will do my best. Uh, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Was that too many W's? BWWMatt. <laughs>
be All right. Yeah, I used to do uh, public address announcing for yeah. basketball and softball games, and I always used to be really obnoxious with the www. Uh, so maybe sometimes I slip into one too many W's. Again, my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. I have no W's. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> thanks for kicking off your Tuesday with us. Matt's coming to New York, so everybody at him and say hello and uh, hang around Times Square so you can find him. And uh, I think Matt and I will come back and talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, maybe sometime. Sometime.